You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Okay, you guys, this is a really different episode that we're bringing to you. I am just so in awe and so grateful of Sam for bringing this to literally, honestly, it like almost (laughs) brings me to tears because I am just so genuinely honored and in awe of her willingness to be vulnerable, to share with you what's really going on behind the scenes. And I just cannot thank her enough for being that human and for honoring the commitment that she's made to literally and to all of you so deeply and so divinely. Like, I think it would have been so easy for her to frankly not bring this on the podcast. And and I'll tell you what I'm talking about in just a moment. But she absolutely did not shy away from it for one single second. And I just want to take a minute to fully, fully thank and honor her for being this person. I think that as a listener, you maybe don't realize how committed we feel to this process and we feel to all of you. And I think Sam just demonstrated her commitment through this episode in such an incredible and beautiful way. So if you are a listener, please reach out to Sam and just tell her how much we love her, how much we appreciate her. And honestly, how much we absolutely cannot thank her enough for being willing to go here. So what does here mean? Here is that Sam and I had a pretty serious discussion about if she feels like she's currently battling depression. So during this session, we will dive into that a bit. We will talk about it some, but I want to be very clear that I actually personally on purpose navigated some of this conversation away from literally and away from that session for this one specific reason, which is that as much as I appreciate Sam's commitment to literally and as much as I honor that so deeply, this podcast is truly about a business coaching experience and relationship. And I never want her to feel like she has to give her whole story with that or that she owes any of our audience anything or that she has to show up in a way that honestly doesn't serve her. So some of this conversation you will get to hear on the podcast, some of it Sam and I had offline as well. And we will also be providing in the show notes a ton of resources on what to do if you're feeling depressed, what to do if you're feeling, um, you know, like you might need to get consultation on this. Obviously, I have a background as a mental health therapist. Um, but I do not see myself as a therapist in this setting. I am definitely a coach. And so my job is to help Sam decide if she needs to go get that extra support. And again, I just want to honor her so deeply, but I also want to really dive into the fact that like, I'm not acting as a therapist in this capacity, nor do we expect Sam to have to tell us everything because she's had to tell us some of it, right? She doesn't owe us that either. So with that being said, I think that this is one of the most beautiful and raw episodes. I absolutely love it because I feel like so many business owners struggle with this. I feel like so many of us have struggled with it. I personally have struggled with depression a lot in my life. I um, at one point was on medication for it and have dealt with multiple bouts of it. So um, not only do I appreciate it from the standpoint of being her coach and her willingness here, but I also appreciate it from the standpoint of just being a human who has been there myself. So I hope this episode means as much to all of you as it does to me. I hope you understand where our line and our boundary is. I hope that you honor Sam in this. And I hope that if you're feeling any resonance with this, that you use the resources that we have provided for you in the show notes to get support that feels good for you and that ultimately serves you. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh my gosh. So good. How are you? Good. It's very rainy and cold in Jacksonville right now. I know. It's weird, right? It's supposed to get in the 40s here. I'm like, what the what? (laughs) Like, excuse me. Yeah. And like, I like cold weather, but it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like, right, but I would like it to not be cold and rainy. Yeah. So yeah. I hear that. 
Uh, so you're in Jacksonville, but where are you? Where are you there? Are you off somewhere next? Tell me more. Yeah, so we're in Jacksonville, but we are preparing for a nice, big, long three month jaunt to the West Coast. So I've been busy like booking all of that because we're going to be like really, really on the move. Um, we're going to Texas and we're going to Vegas and then we're going to California and Seattle and Portland and then making our way back. So it's like a whole thing. We're making it a bit, I mean, it's three months, so we're not taking three months off of work, but we are going to be like taking days off like during the week and making it like a bit more road trippy. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's super cool because that's like almost what you were going for before and that it like kind of morphed right and now like to get to have both like where you have the home base and then you get to like do the road trip thing like so different right yeah it's really nice and like I am I'm, I'm gonna be sad to like leave my house that I just bought but it'll yeah. still be really fun and good so I'm excited so good beautiful okay so I read your questionnaire tell me a little bit of what's up I know you're kind of just like it feels good to be scheduled. It feels like I'm getting shit done, but it also doesn't feel like I'm feeling the fire. Like, just give me a little rundown. Yeah. So, like, time blocking has still been really working for me, but now I've been like running, like, I've just been feeling like kind of like blah. Like, I, if I'm just like not, I like thought I was getting sick last week and then it just like stretched and it was basically just like, oh, I have a little cough or like, oh, I just feel really, really tired. And so I was basically just like using that as like a way to like not work that much, which is great because, you know, it was like the se- this is the last two weeks of the month and I haven't been working that much because I have like outsourced a lot. So it's like I do recognize that that's great that I have that like freedom to do that. But at the same time, I almost think like I'm like, really taking advantage of that and just like I was like oh I just don't really feel good I feel really tired and so I just didn't work because I'm still not really like feeling like super motivated or like you know whatever word we want to use feeling the fire like I just like I'm not feeling like excited right now so Mm -hmm. it's really difficult like when I'm feeling if I feel tired or like if I don't feel that good that day I just like don't do anything or like don't do very much which is like very frustrating for me. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm what I mean, and I did do some of the mindset stuff, not every day, because again, it was just like, <laughs> you know, when like, I'm like, God, maybe I'm depressed. Like, you know, when people mm-hmm. are depressed, it's just mm-hmm. like hard to do anything, which is yeah. weird because I've like never felt like I was depressed before. But I'm just like, well, that's a symptom of depression. Like, all right. But I just, like, don't know. I just, like, feel so unmotivated, which is so dumb because I, like, sold a digital strategy intensive since the last time we talked. And, like, I have somebody else who I pitched the digital strategy intensive to, and she's like, actually, I don't want to do that. I just want to do one-on-one coaching, but I can't afford you, which is still great. Like, still, like, hearing these good things and, like, having movement, but I just, like, feel so unmotivated, which is very annoying. So excited about Sam's new client and her selling a strategy intensive. And I think something that's really helpful to hear, you obviously know what we're going to be diving into in this episode if you just listen to the intro. But I think something that's really cool is that we can personally be struggling with something and still move the business forward. And I'm not saying move the business forward at your own expense, but I'm just saying that it's really helpful to see that like we can still get results even when we're struggling in a way that truly serves us. So for example, when I was going through my divorce, I was able to still move my business forward. And that wasn't in a way of not honoring myself or pushing myself in a way that didn't feel good. But it was like, I really wanted to be able to say like, hey, even though this really hard thing is happening, I'm still moving forward, right? And I'm not comparing divorce and depression, but what I am saying is that it is beautiful to see those moments where it doesn't mean that because one thing feels really, really hard, that everything has to be. So I'm so celebrating Sam for getting this client, for moving that needle forward, and for seeing the results of the work that she's been putting in. Yeah, totally. I I have like quite a few questions for you that come up here. One is... um, You know, it's interesting that you mentioned depression because obviously 
I have dealt with that myself, but I've also, you know, been a therapist. And um, one of the things that I find super interesting about depression that I think is actually like super misunderstood is that like I think a lot of times we think depression is like deep sadness. And it can be, I suppose, but like very often it's more almost like apathy. Like, yeah. Like, I can't really get super high or super low. I'm just in this totally flat AF place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the way you were describing that's actually making me go, okay, like, maybe that is something there. I don't know if that apathy word resonates, but tell me what you're thinking there. Yeah, like, I literally just feel like a sloth, like, in every way, <laughs> shape, or form. Like, I don't feel sad in any way, but I'm just like, meh, like – That's it. That's the best way to describe it, which is apathy, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, "Eh, it's fine, right? And it's so weird because, like, I mean, I don't really get sad, like, very often, generally. Like, I'm a pretty, um, like, not positive. I don't know. I'm positively negative, but um, I don't feel sad that often. Usually, I'm pretty happy and I have not really high highs, but, like, you know, I'm generally a pretty happy person. But, yeah, it is just, like, this kind of, like, flat line. At least with work, like not really mm-hmm. in my personal life right now, but just with work, I'm just kind of like, Meh. yeah. And like, I guess like a question there too is like, do you feel your energy levels dropping too? Like, is it almost like a physical experience as much as it is a mental one? Or are you like, no, the energy's there. It's just like a total brain thing. Yeah, no, it's like a hundred percent energy levels. Like last week, because usually when I'm getting sick, I start to feel really like very, very, very tired. And last week, like, I slept – like, I stayed in bed until noon one day, like, during the week. Like, I was so tired. So that's why I thought I was getting sick. I was like, oh, I must be getting sick. I'm so tired and this is how it always starts. And then sometimes I'll actually get sick and then sometimes I'll just, like, sleep a lot and then it'll be – and I won't get sick. Like, you know, for a few days later, I'll be fine. And then – so that's why it was, like, really weird because I've been feeling, like, so tired. But then I did get, like, I had a little cough. I've had a little runny nose. Like, but nothing too – I had a fever yesterday morning. Like, nothing too crazy. Like, but, yeah, I've been super tired all last – and that's why, like, all last week into this week, really, really tired, which is annoying. And, like, that frustrates me, I think, more than anything else is, like, my energy levels being down. Yeah, totally. And if you had to guess, obviously this is a very hard guess. Do you like chicken or egg kind of shit, right? But like, do you feel like it was like energy first, mental stuff second, or opposite? I feel like it was kind of energy first because I was just like, you know, doing my time blocking, happy as a little clam, <laughs> you know? Like you were like ah, loving some time blocking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I literally last week like had There was, like, one day where it was, like, great. Like, I sold this random website package, um, got the digital strategy intensive. Like, all those things came – the money came in on the same day and everything. So, it was, like, things were happening. And then I just felt so tired. And, like, when I feel really tired, I just, like, don't have the mental energy to, like, do things. Like, not even – well, kind of, you know, things that require me to, like, really think and stuff. But then – I also start to lose like even, oh, well, I'm tired, so I can just do like this easy thing. I just like mm-hmm. won't do anything. Okay, last question. Well, probably not last question. Let's be serious. <laughs> but last question on my mind around that at this moment is, you know, is there a feeling of like hopelessness associated with this or anything that feels like a little like dreary or difficult? Or is it like really it's not that. It's like just the energy and just the apathy. It's just the energy and just the apathy. Like I literally like, you know, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's fine. Like I just need to do these things. Like no big deal. I've been thinking like, oh, I'm going to do some like really, really targeted cold pitching for the agency. And I think that'll work really well. But it's just like, the the apathy and just like a lack of energy so I'm like not doing that right Mm -hmm. yeah because it's just like not really it's not like oh I can't get any you know coaching clients and so that's like what's bringing this on because it's like that's not what's happening because I just sold a digital strategy intensive and then the other person was literally literally was like oh well I already have a business coach but I don't understand why she's not teaching me these things and and she's the (laughs) one that like wanted to work with me as a coach so I'm like getting really positive reinforcements and you know, positive feedback. I think it's just the energy and the apathy, but I think that's also because 
I like to be productive and that feeling of like ticking things off the list, like that really affects me because I'm just like, I'm not doing anything. Like what the hell? Yeah. So a couple of things that really pop up for me here. One is I want to talk about last year because the same thing happened around this time last year. Yeah. Maybe I have seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. There is something But I live in Florida, that, right? so but I don't you also understand. live in Florida. Yeah. So the, I, I feel like sad is not a real thing. In I mean, right now it is very cold and rainy, but like the same thing happened last year and it was like sunny and it was fine and like whatever. So I don't know if that's it. I mean, listen, I think that there's, you know, there's so much more to it than just like, is there sun? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so I think that like it's very possible that that's the case. And I think it's probably worth just, you know, talking to someone or going a little bit deeper in terms of like, is is this a thing or not? We don't have to like necessarily come up with that solution right now, but I think we can come up with a ton of others. But like, Side note, I think that's interesting. But, like, tell me a little bit about last year at this time when this was happening and let's see, like, what what parallels we can draw there. So Sam really just bravely kind of asked the question, like, is what I'm feeling created by depression or potentially sad, which is seasonal affective disorder and is basically um, feeling depressed at certain times of the year, right? And I just think it's so wonderful to see her in the inquiry of that because I feel like so often we're almost more likely to kind of push that away. Like we don't want to put that on ourselves. So when we feel bad, like I know for a long time when I felt bad, it was almost like, oh no, I couldn't be depressed, <laughs> right? Like I, I didn't want it to be that, right? Um, but as soon as I kind of surrendered to the fact that it might be, I was able to get so much more help. And so I think what's so beautiful about this is her being in the questioning of that and being available for that to be true and to get the support that she needs to get around that. When we push it away or decide it's not us, we put off support and that is where things can become so very difficult. So notice that in yourself too, like you don't have to push that away if this is something you're feeling. But ultimately what Sam needs to do from this point and what we will obviously talk about offline is to seek support around this. Just because my background is in mental health and that I have been a therapist, that is not my role here, nor is it the service I can provide here, which of course Sam knows and honors beautifully. Um, So she really needs to figure out what's going on here and get the right support to do that. Again, we also have resources for y'all in the show notes if you're feeling this as well, but I think it's just really uh, commendable of her to be having these feelings and to notice them, to want to do something about it, and to want to take action on them. Uh, One other little note I want to add here about this conversation, because I think it's very important, is depression can feel different for everyone. Sometimes it is deep sadness, but often it is that apathy that we were talking about. And so just know that like there's no one way depression feels and there's no like one way to experience it. So there's not one reason to seek treatment. Seeking treatment is if you feel like something has consistently been off and you're experiencing some of the symptoms, right? It doesn't have to be all and it doesn't have to be like exactly what you envision it to be, so to speak, right? Um, I mentioned that I have had multiple bouts of depression and I can tell you they honestly felt a little different each time. So I just really want to put a note on that where like Sam's feelings may not be your exact feelings, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't get help and support and seek treatment if this feels like something that's present for you. It was like super, so like parallels, I was renovating the RV. So I was like busy in my personal life. So that was draining on like my energy, like more generally. And then, yeah, it was like very similar, um, I don't know if my energy was as low last year, but like just the feeling of like, I just don't have like the drive slash willpower slash whatever to like do these things right now. And so then when I'm not doing things, I don't feel like that's why I don't feel the fire. Like if I even on days where I just don't even do anything like insanely impactful for my business. But if I'm like feeling like I have a nice pace to my day, like that is great for me. So I just wasn't really like, so it was a lot of like, eh, I don't know, like, you know, I'll just read a book. Like I'll just, you know, I, I didn't have like the, the, um, um, 
what am I, word am I thinking of? Not willpower. But like, you know, I wasn't making myself do those things for not really any particular reason. Just like late. I don't know if I want to say lazy because that really has a negative connotation. But like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't have to do it, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that's interesting to me and you tell me like what feels true here is that – um it, it seems like, and this is maybe a good thing or maybe not a good thing, but like what we're saying here kind of is that like so much of your kind of like how good I feel or how not good I feel basically rests on like, do I feel like I got a ton of shit done today? I don't even care what that shit was. Doesn't even matter. It's just like, I feel good if I know I got shit done today. Does that feel true? Yes. Yes. I think that's worth looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I am a taskmaster. That's what everybody has always told me in my life. So I think that that can totally be true about you, that you can be a taskmaster. I think that can be an amazing skill set you have. But I think where it's getting fuzzy, and again, like, of course, you can be like, fuck you. This is not a thing. <laughs> but, like, where it's getting fuzzy is, like, now your day-to-day happiness is kind of resting on that. So instead of being just this, like, freaking awesome skill that you have, it's almost like a thing that's, like, really impacting you. Does that feel true? Mm. Do you think that's like almost because like I've outsourced the little things so Mm -hmm. I'm like preventing myself from being able to like tick off a bunch of boxes every day so then it's like, okay, I don't feel productive even though me sitting and thinking is productive now but it's just like the new version of productivity. Bingo. I think that – you're you have almost trained yourself like we are allowed to feel happy when dot 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 and the when is like when we've gotten a ton of shit done I almost don't even care what that shit is it's just when we've gotten a ton of shit done right I think that could definitely be it because I it is definitely like I have like yeah I love it like I outsource things because I knew this makes sense to outsource and it's like not really like worth my time to do but I no, I love those doing those things. Like I love doing the minutiae, dumb, stupid little things, but it's like I still outsource that, which is like good that I didn't keep those on my plate just because right. I like them. But yeah, I guess I could see that like me sitting down and like thinking or whatever. I don't feel like that's productive, but I've now outsourced so that I have space to do that. But that like space is directly what's making me not feel productive. Exactly. And then it's almost like there's this connection point in your brain where it's like if we aren't like the right version of productive today, like we have to like feel bad or something, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could see that being the case. And I think that really is super freaking useful to notice because it's almost like I've gone – to this next level. And what I'm realizing is that like a way that I got to the first level isn't getting me to the next one after this. Right. Like the way you got here is to be a fucking productive like taskmaster and like, you know, check everything off. The way you're going to get to the next place you can see is more of the outsourcing, is more of the thinking, is more of the visioning, that kind of stuff. Right. It's just a mind fuck right now because it's not at all the habit you've been in, right? I can't even remember whose quote this is or where I've heard it. I feel like I've heard it for a long time in business, but I also could have just heard it. I have no idea. I hate it when I can't quote someone, (laughs) like really gets under my skin because both coming from academia, that's so important, but also just being a content creator in the online space, I know how important it is to feel quoted. So if you know whose this is, send me a message because we want to give credit always. But it's that idea of like, what got you here won't get you there right? And there is such a mentality around that that is really important to note. Now, sometimes it will, like my Facebook group is what started my business and it continues to grow it. So to a certain extent, that's true. But so much of what got me to a certain place in my business isn't what got me further. And I think that's a little bit of what's going on with Sam here as well. Like things change as we go to that next level. So that ability to be such a taskmaster and just knock shit off a to-do list is changing as she needs to be more of the CEO of her agency and less of the taskmaster or the doer, right? And so that's really helpful to look at in your own business, which is that 
you know, at one point in your business, it might have been very relevant and helpful. Uh, this, this is true for me. I can think of one just to mess around with my website for a couple hours. Like when I didn't have the money to invest, me learning about my website and making the changes that needed to be made for those two hours was a better investment than investing that money at the time. Now, I would never do that. I would always invest that money. That would be a terrible use of my time. And that's a really good example of what got you here won't get you there, right? So look at that in your own business and notice if that's true and see as you're growing that that can change and that's okay. Just because Sam has gotten here by being a taskmaster, it doesn't mean that's what she has to keep doing. And it doesn't mean that that's what will serve her the most. So take a look at that in your own business. Yeah. You know that like quiz that was going around? I don't even know who it was by, but it was like, you know, you either get, it's like, you know, you're either an implementer or a visionary. And like, no, but that totally Oh, yeah. Sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you get one or the other, basically. And so it's like, um, you know, visionaries are like high think, you know, higher level thinking, like big picture, or whatever. And then the implementers are like, you know, so like basically, like a, a founder is normally a visionary, but like, the person that takes over as CEO or president after the company is founded is usually an implementer. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm obviously an implementer because Clearly. it is. Yeah. Because it is like, yeah, so I need to just like take myself. and But I've now outsourced where I can take myself out of the minutia. But I love it so much. <laughs> but Well, I yeah. think what we have to find is other things you love. Right. At this new level. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like you've gotten like gotten really used to loving those things, but it doesn't mean that it's because those are the only things you could love. It just is like habitual almost, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that was something I was thinking about. I I, I was like, ugh. well, first of all, ugh, so annoying. Basically, I only need my job is to work on my mindset right now, which is horrible. Just <sighs> so rude. So rude. So good, right? Ugh, <laughs> You're annoying. like, I'm like, fuck the universe, whatever. But um, that is one thing. And then I was like, man, I think I just like need like a toolbox where it's like, okay, yeah, like I'm not feeling productive. So it's like, even if I had something where it was like, okay, I'm not feeling this or like I don't, I have low energy. So like, what is something that like I know will move the needle, but like I can do, you know what I mean? Just like things, yeah. options to have for myself versus just being like, well, another day I didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> totally. Okay. So let's talk about that in both a mindset sense and a practical sense, right? Okay. So, from the mindset stance, like, here's what I think you could get excited about. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, what's happening right now, which is what happens to everybody in some capacity, yours happens to be around productivity, but like you could drop in almost any other thing there. And it's like this thing outside of ourselves determines how good we feel, right? Mm -hmm. You're so good at not doing that based on like clients or business results or whatever, but it's like really wrapped up in productivity for you, right? Mm -hmm. But someone else, it might be wrapped up in like how many clients I get or anything like that, right? Okay. Yeah. But what's so difficult about that is then we have no control over our happiness and emotions because it's totally predicated on that thing. Mm -hmm. So we're basically like at the mercy of something else. Like, you know, the the people who are like so depressed if they don't get clients – depressed is not the right word there, sorry – so bummed if they don't get clients and then so like elated if they do. And it's like that's such a fucking dangerous slope. Right. Right? But you're almost doing the same thing with productivity. So my point in saying that is like the way to rule the motherfucking world is to not have it be predicated on anything other than you. Mm-hmm. Right? So like I feel good because I get I decide to feel good. Not like I feel good because I was productive. I feel good because I accomplished this. I feel good because I got the client. Like I feel good because is like the worst trap ever, right? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. So like that's we need a toolbox for them. Like, how do I feel good minus these external things? Right. Yeah. And then we need a toolbox for like when I'm not feeling like I'm getting very much done. How can I still get myself back into action? What are business tasks I actually like and can have as go to's and that kind of thing? Does that feel true? Yeah. You know, what's so funny. I didn't work for like most of the day yesterday because I was planning our trip which is, like, literally logistics and small things and, like, booking things. So basically I, like, escaped 
from working <laughs> to do that. Cause I was like, well, I gotta get it done. And so I just was like, great, uh-huh. I'm gonna deep dive into this for the rest of the day. Cause it feels so good. And it probably felt so good. Like you scratched that itch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I think that's so helpful. That's like such a good realization, right? Where it's like, it's good that I like can do that or that I didn't uh, like knew enough to do that. But like, what if I didn't even have to do that? Like, what if I was just like, well, I do this one thing and then I feel good or whatever, right? Right. So in terms of that for you, do you have any of those go-tos right now? Like mindset-wise, are you like, well, I do this one thing and it always makes me feel better. (laughs) It cannot be productivity. (laughs) Damn Um, it. I was literally going to say like, no, usually I just look at ClickUp and I'll be like, that seems easy. Let's just do that and build. That's how I build momentum. So like when I'm really not feeling it, but I'm like, I have the willpower to be like, no, we're actively doing this. I'll pick little easy things and build momentum back into it. Yeah, totally. That is my toolkit right now. Something that's really useful here, whether or not Sam ends up finding out that she is struggling with depression or maybe she's just having a difficult period right now that is not characterized as depression. But regardless, having a toolbox is really, really valuable. And what I mean by a toolbox is things I can do that make me feel good, that make me feel better, that turn a terrible day or a terrible mood around, that traditionally make me feel good, keep me on track, etc. So for me, I have a lot of those things like journaling, meditation, tapping, walks with my dog, reading books I love, calling a friend. They're so simple. These are not revolutionary things, right? And sometimes that's the problem with them is that we feel like it should be something so big or grandiose or so different. But nine times out of 10, when I'm not feeling great, it's because I'm not using the tools in my toolbox. And as soon as I get back to using them, I start to feel better, right? And again, I want to be very clear that this is not the solution for depression, but this is a useful add-on, right? And I also want to be really clear that this is where we can get really tripped up is that we feel like the tools should be so different than like the small everyday things that make us feel good. But what I have found to be true over and over again for both myself and my clients is that the small everyday things that make you feel good make you feel good for a reason. And if you keep doing them consistently and you pull them out of your toolbox when you need them, you will just feel better more often than not. And at the very least, you will feel empowered to feel better more often than not. Sometimes I just want to have a bad day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But like knowing that I could feel better when I'm ready to is so, so crucial. And again, for the hundredth time, I'm not saying this is the way to solve depression. I'm saying that this is the way to feel better on a day-to-day basis from that normal baseline, right? So if, if Sam's not dealing with the normal baseline, we're talking about something different. But regardless, this toolbox is useful. It's just not the singular solution, right? So keep that in mind for yourself. Like, do you know what those things are? And then do you put them to use in your day-to-day? Like nine times out of 10, when a client comes to me and is, you know, having a shitty week or not feeling great. And I'm like, what have you done for yourself this week? What tool have you used? They're like, none. And that's okay. That's human. It's normal. But it's so helpful to just see how quickly and easily we can often turn it around. So if you don't know what your toolbox is, or if you know that you do some random things, but you haven't ever really thought of it in terms of that, this is the opportunity to really think about it like that and to even write it down for some of my clients. I have them like write this down as like a note on their phone as a little reminder that when they're feeling crappy, they can go to this note and be like, oh yeah, I have all these things that can make me feel better. So something to keep in mind, something that's super useful for both life and business and something I really recommend that you try. Which like, listen, isn't the worst strategy. It's just not a great one in terms of like, that's not where you're trying to be in your business anymore, right? Right. We're trying to break the cycle. You're going to break this cycle. <laughs> yes. Speaking my language. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> like, fuck this mindset. This is horrible. <laughs> oh, I love you. Um, okay. So in terms of what would make me feel better, I'll tell you what some of mine are. And you are welcome to vomit and roll your eyes at me <laughs> in all of them. And then we'll go from there. Okay. I really, really, really like journaling. And I know we have like similar personality types and so I could see you really liking that Mm. just in terms of like basically like writing out what's 
getting me fucked up in my head and then deciding to turn that around. Like it's almost like self-coaching. Yeah. And then like writing what I want to be true. And what I find to be true over and over again is that if I take 15 minutes to do that, like I can basically change my mood in a second. Like if I write to what I want to feel and I process out what I'm feeling, I almost never don't feel way, way, way better. Because I like took charge of that and decided to shift it. And I feel like that's where you could get on board with it. Like you like to be in control and in charge. And I like I'm down for that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like I'm taking control and getting in fucking charge of these emotions. Yeah. I've never like – I don't know. Journaling, I just cannot do it. Even when I was a kid, like I used to write creative stories all Mm -hmm. the time, loved it. Big writer when I was a kid. Never journal, never diary, nothing. I don't know why. I just can't get into it. But I did read something the other day and somebody was like, you should try audio journaling. Like literally just record a memo on your phone and like maybe that will help. So I don't know. It is something I want to give an effort into doing before deciding I don't like it. But I can never keep up with it for more than like two days because then I'm just like, meh. And then I don't do it. I hate to tell you this, <laughs> but that's the motherfucking problem. It's just like if you did something in business for two days. Right. I mean, I went to like two yoga classes. So what do you mean I didn't lose right. a million pounds? I mean, how I don't have abs. I know. It's like just Rude. so shocking. <laughs> <laughs> but I think – so here's what I'm going to do. You're going to hate it and then you're going to love it, okay. which is I'm going to give you um, <laughs> Happy Magic, our journaling course. Okay. And listen, try it. Like, if it's totally not your thing, like, it doesn't have to be your thing, but you got to try it for more than two days. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be the same thing with any mindset thing. But here's how I want you to think about it, right? Is like, this is more productive than any of the dumbass shit in ClickUp that you're picking to do because it's easy. Right. Like, if you can get a handle on this, whether it's through journaling or something else, which we can talk about, like... I just can't say this in a different way. Like, you will feel like you rule the world. Okay, so this is a topic I'm super passionate about, (laughs) Um, both, like, in terms of this context and business and a lot of life, but also just in terms of life. And I talk about this kind of stuff a lot on the Happy Thoughts show, too, which is that, like, this idea of, like, I feel good because dot, dot, dot is such a motherfucking trap. (laughs) Right? When you feel like you feel good because circumstances have lined up in a certain way, it can feel like nothing is ever in your control or in your power, or you try to overly control and power through to get the exact circumstances that you want. I personally used to be like a massive control freak and would think, like, if I could just control everything, then everything could be how I want, and then I would feel fine. Right. But what I have really come to learn and see in in doing this work and being a therapist and then becoming a coach and working through my own businesses is that I feel good because is the ultimate trap. Right. The way to feel like you can absolutely rule the world is to know that regardless of outer circumstances, you know how to shift your internal environment and feelings. Right. And I don't mean you can never feel sad or unhappy or have a bad day. I feel that all the time. Right. But I let myself feel that without feeling like, and now I must fix my circumstances so that I can feel happy forever and this never happens again. Right. So let me give you an example. If it's like, I feel good when all my clients are, you know, getting huge results. Great. So then if one of my clients has a crappy month, like everyone does in business from time to time, right? Um, Am I going to let that make me upset for that whole month? Am I going to feel awful? Am I going to ruminate about it? Or am I going to control her and try to make her fix things and try? Of course not, right? Like I want to be able to be like, okay, I feel really sad for her and this feels upsetting and I'm so sorry she has to go through this and I can feel this emotions, but like how can I shift my internal environment so that I can still feel okay in the midst of that, right? That is how you feel like you can rule the world. (laughs) I cannot say that enough and if you haven't had that experience, I know it's like really hard to conceptualize, but I seriously feel unstoppable because of that one particular thing, which is like I know that despite my outward circumstances, I can control my inner environment. And again, it's not to say that I control it to the point of like always feeling perfect and happy and whatever, but I know that I'm in charge of how I feel. 
And sometimes I want to be able to feel sad and feel my emotions, but I always know that feeling better is within my reach, right? That is the magic, you guys. So if you're saying to yourself, I'll feel better when, like none of my clients ever struggle, or I'll feel better when I have 10 clients, or I'll feel better when I make this much, or I'll feel better when I get this much done, you are in the middle of a trap. And you will start trying to control your whole life to create that set of circumstances that you feel like will make you feel okay. And what that ultimately does is make your life very small and blocks you from getting so many good things too because you're trying to control it so much. When you decide like, I'm okay no matter what, I control my emotions no matter what, the likelihood that you go out and experience life on a new level, create results on a new level, go after things in business on a new level increases exponentially. So I have just been going on and on this episode. I feel like every um, clip that I'm doing is like four minutes. So I so appreciate you listening and I apologize for going off on um, these, these big tangents, but they're so important and so relevant. And so I just really, really want to make this one clear because it is like my heart and my soul to help other people remember and realize this because it has changed the freaking game for me. Right. I mean, and in the end, like that's going to get more money. So it's like the ROI on this is higher than the ROI on the dumb stuff that I can already have systems to outsource anyways. Right. And the thing with you is you already have a pretty strong mindset. Mm Mm-hmm. Half this podcast, I'm going, listen to Sam's mindset here. Listen to Sam's mindset here. Pay attention to Sam's mindset here, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The thing that comes up for me is that when it's good, it's so fucking good. And when it's bad, it's bad. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But that's like kind of great news. Because if you just do the work, it just gets to be really good most of the time. Right. What comes up for you when I say that? I'm just thinking it's so funny because I literally like never had – I was always just like, yeah, I guess I just have a really good mindset. Guess just lucky, I guess, right? And mm-hmm. then since like I, you know, blew up six figures and like mm-hmm. went, just shot straight past that, now it's like, no, it's all mindset stuff, which is what everybody says online and it's true <laughs> and I'm annoyed about it. <laughs> You were, like, so hoping so to be rude. the one that that was not fucking true for, right? So rude. Yes. So annoying. It's so true, though. I, like, it's so funny, right? I mean, I think it's always mindset to a certain degree, but, like, once you're exactly spot on, like, once you're past a certain point, it's almost the entire game. It's not just part of it. It, like, pretty much is the entire game, right? Right. And, like... I just got to say, the fact that you're saying that says something, right? <laughs> I, you know, I am very self-aware, you know. You I just wish it wasn't about my mindset. I wish I could just set up a system and a process and put it on its merry way. I mean, you totally can. It's I called know. happy magic. <laughs> and you're just going to use it every day and journal on it. Okay. Yeah. And that's I, your whole whole system. So it's basically what it's going to do is email you every single day, a journal prompt and an affirmation. Okay. Maybe that's a little more to it than then that, but that's the I'm gist. not just like journal and I'm just like about what? Like that's, exactly. this is why this I is, can't like people pull those freaking cards and then they journal on it. And I'm like, about what? I don't understand. So that, so I, maybe that'll be helpful. Totally. This is like set up to actually be very structured. Like there's a whole reason why you're getting each one each day and all of this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'll be cool. So you don't have to think about it. You just have to actually execute, which by the way, you're really good at. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's give it a try. Like yeah. if you just absolutely hate it, like fuck it. We don't have to do it. But I, I think if you stick with it for a period of time, you're going to be like, Oh my God, <laughs> I am so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because again, you already have that strong mindset foundation. If you put tools around that, it's like if you're already whatever, like really talented at a sport, and then you get like an amazing coach that gives you even better tools and you just kill the game, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. You have like natural mindset talent. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, 
But like, we're just going to put a little bit more tools around it to help you like kill that game even more, right? You guys, I got to tell you, this part really, really excited me. Like, you guys know that Sam has been the ultimate, like, I am not woo. I am not about mindset person for so long. And so for her to say that she has come to the conclusion that once you're past six figures, mindset is the whole game. I mean, fuck, we could just, <laughs> we could just stop this podcast right now, y'all, right? Like, I have to say, I just loved that part so much because it is what I totally believe to be true. And it's almost cooler to hear it coming from Sam though, right? Because she's someone that has traditionally not believed that. And so the thing I love about Sam so much and like just cannot possibly give her enough credit for is she's always willing to change her mind and she's always willing to look at what feels true for her. And she's not committed to like being right to be right. She's committed to being open-minded. And so it's just been really cool to see that evolve for her where she would not have said that not all that long ago, but for her to say that and own that and have such an open mind around it, I think is just miraculous. And I think it will get her very, very far in life and business to have such a beautiful and open mind. But the point here is that she's fucking right. Like past a certain point in your business, and I think she's pretty spot on with the six figure mark. So I think it differs a little bit for everyone, right? Mindset becomes the whole freaking game. You know how to run your business when you're making six figures. You get strategy, you get your people, you get your customer. It doesn't mean there's not more to do or more to move through, but mindset becomes most of it. My clients that are making six and seven figures, that is the vast majority of what we're talking about. Strategy, we can tackle quickly and succinctly and easily. Um, And not that we don't have amazing, cool, innovative strategies. It's just not the most important piece because the game is who you're being. The game is what you're thinking. The game is how far you can push yourself outside of your comfort zone, quite honestly, right? So really cool to hear Sam kind of coming to that conclusion and realization as she's been running a six-figure business for a while now that she continues to keep growing and just honoring her so much for her honesty and transparency and coming to that new conclusion. And I hope that really gives you permission to make mindset a focus in your life and business too. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay, so in terms of toolbox for business, let's talk about like what can we replace? Like, what are the tasks that you like that you actually should be quote unquote doing? Not like the tasks that are otherwise getting delegated that you're popping in, click up and doing. Like, if you could name one task for me that's like genuinely on your plate that you enjoy the most, what is that? Hmm. I mean, I like doing I like creating content which right now I'm just creating my social posts and then my OBM is doing everything else so she's making them into a blog she's making them into a newsletter she's doing everything else so I feel like that's good so maybe if I just like right now I have time blocked an hour for content creation a day but like I wonder if I like expand on that even a little bit more um yeah Totally. That would be good because I could be doing like I'm not doing IGTVs right now. Like I could be doing like more in the content creation arena so that then like my OBM and my VA have even more to work with. I think that's so useful because if that's something you enjoy, like it's really hard to overdo it on content at this point as you're building up collateral. Like even if you wrote out (laughs) 50 weeks of content right now, that would still be great. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And if it's the thing you enjoy, that can start your momentum. And it's really good to have that as a go-to instead of jumping in ClickUp, mm-hmm. you know? But it's still that idea of, like, once the ball starts rolling, it keeps rolling, right? Right. Does that feel like, okay, I could get on board with that? Or are you like, I get it. It's just so much deeper than that right now? Or what comes up? Well, so days that I have been sticking to my time block, I have content creation first thing. So I feel like that it's more like I feel like it's more days where I'm just like the day is a wash. Like I don't even get to the content creation. So I'm just like, meh, you know, maybe I like sleep in. I'm just like putzing on the internet. Like it's more like I'm not even in ClickUp doing the stupid stuff. Like I'm doing Got it. jack shit. 
basically. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm just – I. if anything, I probably use so, – sometimes I'll use client work as a crutch because like I know I have to get it done. But days where I'm just like super just like low energy, whatever, like I'm barely even doing client work. Like I'm responding to emails, but I'm not even like really doing stuff because it's like, you know, that takes mental energy for me to like think about and strategy and stuff like that. So it's more like the days where I just like can't even get started at all. Totally. And question for you on that. Like, does that feel intentional or accidental? Like, are you like, fuck it, I'm not working today? Or does it feel like I just accidentally didn't work all day, but I never fully decided on that? It's kind of like in the – so it'll be like, you know, maybe I get up and, you know, a little late and I sleep in and then maybe I'm like, you know – I don't really go on like it's not like oh I'm just scrolling on Instagram forever some days but like not that many days but maybe it's just like you know I I do the dishes and then oh my god it's lunchtime so then I eat lunch maybe I read a little bit and then I just like read a book for like two hours accidentally and then I'm like well it's the afternoon here we are (laughs) nothing has happened so far So it's kind of in the middle. I'm like kind of – and it's it's just like that lack of willpower to like get on the horse. Mm-hmm. And those are the days that just like really get away from me. But then it's like – then it's like I haven't done anything today. You know, then the next day I'm like, well, shit, I didn't do anything yesterday. And then that's how it kind of goes. Okay. So I have two thoughts for you. Thought one is – We had talked about this a a bit ago, Mm -hmm. but it feels really like it might be a thing that still needs attention, which is, like, the drive for, like, what can this business do for me and give me? Like, it feels like there's nothing that's, like, making that a thing right now. Mm -hmm. And I've just seen this over and over. I actually have the perfect example of this. I've seen this so often. So one of my other clients was doing this recently. And we basically had a call and the whole call was about like, what do you want? Like, what are we getting fucking excited about? And we made this whole list of things. and It was like really, really focused. No shit. We had that call like early, like 10 a.m. or something. She messaged me that night and was like freaking out about sales for the month when we had first gotten on that call. She messaged me that night and was like, I just had a $13,000 cash day. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Because... All of a sudden, that, like, excitement around, like, how her business could serve her came back instead of that idea of just, like, I'm just here to kind of, like, do this shit. But, like, it almost doesn't matter either way. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously, like, you're seeing it matter in terms of, like, getting clients, getting interest, whatever. But, like, I still don't know that that's translating enough where it's, like, but this money does something for me or this growth does something really exciting for me or, like, having that, like, fucking deep, like, you know, like, get up in the morning for it kind of thing that you want right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, those days I'm definitely not even, like, thinking about – like, I'm just, like, barely even, you know, phoning it in, hard phoning it in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not really thinking about work or thinking about work, like, the least amount possible. So it's, like, I'm not even getting there to be, like, connecting to my why and, like, what's the purpose and, like, what should be the focus today to serve the larger purpose and things like that. Like, I'm not even, like, getting to that point. Well, and even, like, I'm, I'm, like, there for all of that and I agree with that definitely and I know I told you that. But, like, even, like, more specifically than that, like, yes, your big why, all of that kind of stuff, but, like – I'm just kidding. I know, like, this isn't a thing. But, like, do you want a boat? Like, what? Like, shit like that. Like, shit that's, like, so, like, totally just for you, totally just for fun, totally just, like, fucking gets you amped up, excited. Like, you know, when when you were thinking about buying the RV or leaving your job, like, that kind of feeling. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Not like, oh, because it'll be amazing when the agency grows and da-da-da. Like, it, it almost is like for, forges you and has absolute nothing to do with the business except the business can give it to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Anything come up or are you like, I have no idea? No. I mean, that makes sense because like I kind of did the LASIK and I did try to like tie that back. I was like, okay, great. I did this. Sold this digital strategy intensive. Like, great. That's going towards any LASIK. But I wonder if it's almost like if I made a list of like – there's other things, right? Like I'm supposed to go to Europe later this year. So like it would be really cool if I could just like 
pay for that whole Europe trip just with like extra money from the business, right? Like, okay, but let me actually give you a really hard time because I think I just totally figured out how you're (laughs) saying it and what I want you to stretch into. Okay. That shit you're already going to get. Like, you're probably already going to get yourself LASIK. You're probably going to Europe anyway. Like, it needs to be something like, unless we make a literal big monetary jump in the business, this thing is not happening. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're already renovating the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it's – and that's what's hard is because, like, I am very, like, well, I want to do that thing. So I always am, like, yeah, that's going to happen. Like, there has never been anything in my life where I'm, like, oh, I want that thing, but I can't. Because I don't have enough money. It's always going to be like, yeah, I'll make enough money and then that'll happen. There has literally not been a single thing in my life. <laughs> like, I swear, like, uh, like we want to invest in real estate. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to invest in real estate. Like, I guess if I put a timeline on it, that would be harder. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that this is kind of like, actually, it's like really cool to like have this conversation because this is kind of like the um, dichotomy of manifesting (laughs) Mm. where like you kind of have to believe it's done and have that total belief around it and you kind of have to get fucking jacked up excited. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like And like want it, like not want it in the desperation way, but want it in the like I can feel it coming kind of way where mm-hmm. like everything you're saying is almost with that apathy tone. Right. Yeah. Like we'll I, get real estate sometime. Well, whatever. Like, so it's great that the belief is there, but we want right. that emotion right. into something, right? Yeah. Like the be- I've basically been manifesting apparently since forever, since I was born. Cause I'm always just like, yeah, that's gonna happen. Like the belief I ha- always yes. have. Yes. But I don't. It's like belief backed with emotion is like kind of the fucking ticket, right? So we've touched on this topic before, but this idea of like, you know, excitement and emotion focused in a particular direction is so important, right? Like that idea of just getting freaking pumped and in it and in the emotion and energy of getting what you want and having it and feeling it is one of the most magical things that I see work in business, right? Um, And so just a note on that, like I work with clients on this all the time is that especially once you get to a certain point in your business and to a certain monetary level where, you know, the needs are covered. You're not like necessarily like, oh man, I got to like make sure, you know, like my kiddos are fat or like, you know, Sam's like, I got to make sure, you know, my house is paid for or whatever. It can be easy to almost like let some of that excitement and emotion fade out. And some of our work as business owners is to keep that up, to keep creating that, to keep finding that next desire. And it might be a thing. It might be an experience. It might be what you can do for other people. It doesn't really matter. But driving that excitement and emotion in a particular focused direction is really how results are produced, right? And so I just wanted to share that point here because I see so many people get stuck there and kind of almost feel like, oh, like I kind of got it all. Like it's okay, whatever. And to become a little complacent about that. But the people that I see really kind of continue to take it further, find that thing to dedicate their excitement and energy and emotion to at the next level. And it doesn't matter what it is. Like if, if it's a Gucci bag or if it's paying for, you know, college for a family member or whatever, like there is no shame in any of it. But finding that next thing is so useful in continuing to get the bigger and better results that you're after. Yeah, which I don't know how to do because that's so interesting because when we were shopping for houses, everybody was like, well, how does this house make you feel? Or like, which house feels right? And my husband and I were like, I don't care which house feels right. Like, I am Mm -hmm. only going to buy the house that functions well for us and is a good investment. But everybody Mm -hmm. wanted us to like have all these emotions around it. We were like, we're excited to get a house. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Excited is the emotion though. Do you see? Yeah. Like that excitement of like that like whatever house it was, but that excitement of like you, I mean, you get me, right? Like you're just Mm -hmm. feeling so amped up, excited about getting this house, whether it's this one or the other one, like there feels like there's emotion moving in that direction, right? Right. Like nothing's nothing's like that in the business right now. There's not like excited emotion moving in a specific direction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's so funny because like did, I think I said on a call, like maybe two calls ago or whatever, I was like, I don't know. Part of me is just like I could just pay myself less and continue like this and then I barely have to work. 
Like, because uh-huh. I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't know, whatever. Like, I'm just not excited about it. Okay, so we need to figure out what that thing is. Okay. Like, you might have to rack your brain. <laughs> that yeah. is okay. Yeah. Like, right now, there is no real upside for you growing. Right. Like, there's no, like, need, I guess. No. And that's a, And that is, like, a thing that I have been aware of because it's just, like, yeah, like, the need is just, like, I want to do that. Like, great, whatever. But, yeah, like, my bills are paid. Like, it's not a big deal. I can do pretty much whatever I want, like, without worrying about it. Mm-hmm. So – yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about Well, that. and you put yourself in a difficult position either way to a certain extent because it's like my bills are paid and I can do whatever I want. But when I have a day that I fuck around, I feel really bad. Right. But when I have a day where I work a ton, then sometimes I just want a day where I fuck around. Like you're in such a – backed into a corner right now, right? Mm-hmm. So you almost have to decide like I either just want to fuck around and I can have as many days where I don't work as I want or I actually want to build this thing and here is the motherfucking reason where all my emotions going toward it. Right. Not like for the sake of building it. Like that never works ever. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it's like I know that's what I want. Like I want to build it because there are things that we want that will require me to make more money. But, yeah, I have to try and think of something that, like, I would feel, like, excited by. Yeah. And just to, like, circle back to the beginning, and I know we'll we'll talk about this a little more off record and stuff. But, like, I do think that we want to revisit the, like, depression or sad thing. And we can do that privately, obviously. But, like, that could be impacting this the most dramatically. So let's just, like, say that for what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel weird about, like – depression or whatever I just like don't know I've never had it that I know of so it's like interesting because I wouldn't have thought that yeah but the last week I did kind of I was like maybe I'm depressed like that's weird Mm -hmm. and that really could be the whole thing so it's not like we're trying to make light of that but like in in let's say that's not it Mm -hmm. let's say you know it's just been a weird week or whatever I really think this is the thing like you can see how it's like so hard for you to even tap into like what would that be right now right Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that feels like that present or that exciting. So on a Tuesday morning, the likelihood that you're waking up like ready to like fucking kill the day. Right. (laughs) It's just not high, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, you don't have to, which is a freaking excellent place to be in business, but it's also a really big mind fuck. Right. Yeah. Like when you really don't have – like your team's got it. You're pretty good. You could do the bare minimum. Like it really screws with you. So you either decide you're going to do the bare minimum and have fun with that or you decide there's this thing that you're going to go the fuck after. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's let's have that be pretty much the thought process this week. Like I want to know what that answer is for you. Okay. We'll talk more about the other stuff offline and then – um, we'll kind of go from there. Like, I'm just really curious to see, does that make a difference? And if it doesn't, you know, we're obviously going to explore the other direction, but right. I really think it could. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm very interested to see like what it is, but also like, it could be a combination of things I'm like, that's fine too. So like we work on it all. A hundred percent. Like that's never a bad idea to just right. go at it all. Right. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. So we're going to kind of do the content as the toolbox. Like if you're ever feeling unmotivated and you just want to do something, we're going to make that content not click up. Right. If you need to have a day where you're just having a day, what I really want you to do is basically do it with intention. Like if you're like, I feel shitty today, I want you to be like, okay, my intention is to take the day off and rest. Right, right. Yeah. So you can actually fully decide and enjoy it versus it feeling like an oops almost. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, you're going to do happy magic. <laughs> I'm doing a, a journal machine over here. Do you know what I love about you, though? What? I know you're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's like a tool. It's irresponsible not to try it. But like, you, like that's the best part about you is you'll like, you know, flap your feathers or whatever the thing is around it, but you're going to fucking do it. And that's why you get shit done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why like I have no patience for people just like saying they need to do something and then they like never do something about it, but then they're still mad about the situation. It's like, well, you can't, you should just be like, I fucking didn't do this thing. And that's why it's still happening. Like, but the people who are just like, "Eh, I can't change anything. I'm like, I gave you the tools you need. Like, 
trying to teach you to fish, Just damn it. it. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> so true. Okay, so I'm going to send you happy magic. You and I are going to talk separately, and then I want you to th- really think about this week. Like, do I just want to coast for a little bit, or is there something that, like, I want to get massively pumped about right now? Yeah, I definitely don't want to coast. Like, I I know. <laughs> immediately, I'm like, no, fuck that. But I'll have to figure out something to, like, really excite me. Totally. Okay, cool. Beautiful. All right. Keep me posted. I'll talk to you in base camp and we'll go from there. Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.